0: Hi, welcome back to the Agent Insider. I'm here today with a special guest, my mom, Melody. Welcome, mom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Today's your birthday, so we're celebrating you. And I'm excited and thankful that you would take some time and come on my podcast.
1: Well, thank you. I hope I don't
0: mess anything up because I'm not used to these mics at all. We stuff these in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so one of the reasons, I mean, a couple of reasons. One' just obviously a big reason is just to to say, "I appreciate you, I love you, and uh, you're a great mom." And so I just wanted to honor you through uh, having you part of our podcast today. But also, I think one of the things that's pretty cool is uh, you you were in insurance for a lot of. you're still kind of insurance. you, you work in my agency. Um, you don't have to do the day to day grind of policies and, and service anymore, um, but you you did for a lot of years. So a lot of people, I don't, I've not talked about this part of my history with my podcast before, so n- most people would not know. My dad was uh, an insurance agent in the '80s in Colorado, and then and you worked with him during that time, and then you started your own agency. Um, kind of your, you know, act two, if you will, or three or four, because you've done a lot of crazy things. (laughs) You were a stay-at-home mom. We had, I come from a big family. There was uh, nine of us all together. So you had your hands full. You got your CDL. You were a truck driver for a while. And then you started an agency uh, in 2005. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, you were, you did that for a, about five six years, and
1: we started at the same time.
0: We did. I started my agency the same time you started yours. Yep. And then uh, you thought you were going to retire, and instead, you just came to work for me.
1: Well, you know, it worked really well because uh, I enjoyed working with you, and I enjoyed being able to work with the clients. But then I just kind of moved back, and that was great because uh, I had uh, I could still stay involved without having quite as much time that I had to spend at it and responsibility there.
0: Yeah. So I think I was talking with my wife uh, the other day about entrepreneurial um, and about, you know, just kind of that idea, a bit business mindset. And I think that's something that I got from you and from um, my dad because you guys have always been, entrepreneurs and in in what you did uh, when you were truck driving you guys were owned your own truck and you got your CDL and you were driving for yourselves uh with with that and so i think maybe i was just going to ask you a couple of things to like what was your takeaway uh let's start on the big picture just business like what are some of the things over the years that you saw that was um, key as far as success in business,
1: caring about people. Okay, I think that's really the main thing. Is you have to care about people. It's not about making money, and um, you need enough to live on. But really, it's for us. It was is being able to do something that was helpful.
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot of people say have have heard probably heard the saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And they don't want to deal with people who don't care.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely something that can set you apart from from your competitors. Right. Because if yeah. if if I I can be the most knowledgeable person, mm-hmm. um, but if I don't care about you as an individual, and no matter what business it is that I'm in, if I don't care about you, then you might as well go buy it from just the cheapest possible place because you don't trust me any more than you trust anybody else.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, so what would you say then, what would be one of the things, thinking back over many years, because my dad also did lots of different things and you were involved in all the businesses, even though you may not have been in the day-to-day operations. He had a gas station business. He had a construction company. He had a truck driving business. He did insurance. He's like done a lot of different businesses. If you kind of think back over the different businesses over all those years, what would you say would be one of the big pitfalls that you saw as a common denominator between businesses?
1: About the business itself? Sure. You mean? Um, Well, any business, I mean, it's it's life. There's changes that happen. And in all of them, Sometimes things happen, they, the businesses changed or the people running, the, you know, the head of the, of the corporations, whatever, uh, change things. And that would affect everybody down, down line from them. And that made a lot of changes, a, a lot of difference for us.
0: So you're, you're talking about like there's a lot of changes that happen that are just outside of your control mm-hmm. that are being made at a corporate level or above you. And and then you know that is something that's interesting. I think about that with insurance. One of the reasons why I got into insurance was because I had worked at Wonder Bread and I delivered bread for uh 5-6 years and I had a I'd built up a route to be the top route in between the two counties that we serviced and I got laid off because they were making uh cuts in uh, in their expenses. And it was a union job, and I was the bottom of the totem pole, so it didn't matter you know how good I did. it was just like you're the bottom guy, so you're going. and I thought, well, that sucks, and I wanted to do something that I felt like I had more control over, but I found control is an illusion
1: <laughs> it definitely is
0: because you do like you do this I'm like, okay, I'm going to work hard and and I, I do have more control over my uh, my career and over opportunities mm-hmm. working independently, but you are still like people, people are still subject to like of the policies that I sell, I don't get to pick the underwriting guidelines. Right. I don't get to pick the rates. Right. Um, so there's company, the companies make decisions at a company level that say, Hey, uh, we don't want to write business in certain areas or certain protection classes for homeowners. Or if you have certain businesses. Yeah, even certain types of businesses, they just say, we'll say, hey, we don't want to write that or or the building age or too many claims. There's lots of things that happen that are decided on a company level that still affect me and how I interact with my customers. So it is a little bit of an illusion thinking that you're just going to control things because you're the boss as well. You can control some things, but there's still a lot that's outside of your control.
1: You can control more things as an entrepreneur, but you're, yes, you're still under the control. In the um, gas station business, the oil companies control the price of gas. And, right. uh, you know, you, you could sell it for what you wanted and, and but, <laughs> uh, you know, it was controlled by how much you paid for it. Right, right. So, you yeah. make, you, the amount you made was going to depend on how much you sold and how much more you were charging um it was the same thing with insurance companies they could set the lot of the things that you can't change um when he was driving truck again you had to get the loads and and you can't you could get some by yourself but you also ended up usually working with another company that would
0: help you right you have a brokerage that you're using um but then also inside of that rate right, in truck driving you also are subject to what fuel cost is. Yep, um, which <laughs> is outside of your control. But that's the probably one of the bigger expenses and mm-hmm. and repair cost. Uh, so there's always there's always things inside of businesses that are outside of your control. Yes, there's some things that you can control. Obviously, you can control certain costs, and you can certainly control waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of things that you can't control. I think that's something I wish uh, that uh, consumers would we're more aware of because I yeah, think
1: absolutely yes.
0: I think a lot of times consumers they go to a, a, a business and they just assume like the business owner has decided that this is what they're going to charge. And if they wanted to, they could just make less money and charge something else. And it's it's like, well, maybe like I'm sure there's some some parts of that where you could go, hey, you could, you know, trim up your pricing a little bit in certain industries. Some industries are high like insurance is highly regulated the agent cannot just pick what the price is going to be but even in in industries like restaurant where you go well uh you know the mom and pop restaurant you go into and you go well they're just charging too much well they have a lot of expenses that are built into that price that if, they have no control over
1: yeah they still have to buy the food pay for the electricity the gas and all of those things and they can't control what they're
0: right and so those those costs get passed on to the end consumers, which I I guess some people realize that, but I I think a lot of people don't necessarily recognize that when you're buying a product, every tax along the way, every expense along the way is going to be pushed down to the consumer. At the end of the day, it's built into the consumer prices. Right. Um, So anyways, I think that's not go too far down that rabbit hole. I think that's something that I wish more people were aware of, and hopefully, this maybe will help shed some light uh, for some people about how that how that works. Right. So, the other thing I was going to maybe talk with you a little bit about is just some of your uh, sayings, um, your little, your little tidbits. I like, for instance, the, one of the ones I really like that I use often is the this the the little story and I might have shared this in one of my previous podcasts, but a little story about how a king um, asked or a ruler asked, who was going to give a big reward. And he said, hey, anybody who can come and present a statement that would always be true, then I will give you this huge reward. And people would come up and they would, they would make a statement. Um, and, and then the Somebody else would go, well, that's not true in this case, right? Like, so the sky's always blue. and like, well, it's not always blue because sometimes, you know, there's sunset and turns the sky red and blah, blah, blah. So, and then finally an old guy comes up and he says, uh, this too will pass, right? Like, this is going to change no matter where you are in life. Yeah. This is going to change. Something is going to change. And oftentimes we feel while we're in our life, we feel in the moment like this has always been, especially when we go through bad times, uh, we feel like we've always been in this bad time. We feel like we're always going to be in this bad time. And it's a it's an important reminder. That's something I remind myself about often is like this is going to pass, too. So this isn't always going to be this way. Right now, it feels like it always has and always will be this way, but it won't. And it's going to change. Um, so in your celebration of your birthday, and we won't say how many, but. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, it's you you look really good for your age. Um, you, nobody will guess how old you're actually. I should put that as a challenge. Like someone email me in, uh, what they think you're how old you're turning, and we could give a a gift to somebody who could actually guess your birthday. Um, but in in honor of your birthday, what would what would be another piece of wisdom that you think would be important? I, I know I didn't give you any warning. You did not Um, but something that you just like you know if if you if you could tell somebody, a younger person, like, "Hey, keep this in 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 perspective mm-hmm. in life," because I, I think life just comes at us so fast. Uh, whether we're in business or whether we're um, we're just working for somebody, whether we're just living life, life comes fast and it comes furious. And I think we often get our our focus off. And we get focused on the wrong things and it can be discouraging. So what would you what's something that you would say to your grandkids to think about?
1: The things that have been impacting me or that I've thought about in the last few years is that to care about people, we've already said that, but don't hold things against people. Don't allow bitterness and unforgiveness to build in your life because That does nobody any good. It doesn't help the person you're angry with. It certainly doesn't help you. But learn to live in love that really cares and understands that we all make mistakes. We all do things wrong. And how can I be bitter against you when I've done things wrong?
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think that is, um, you know, that's something that we probably... Uh, forget often, right? Like yeah. we, we mess up, but we will hold other people to a higher standard mm-hmm. than what we would want to be held to, or what we even hold ourselves to.
1: It's so easy to excuse ourselves and to find it, you know, reasons for what we've done and, and how we've acted instead of accepting, I was wrong and I hurt you, or I've done something wrong to you and, and go on. And it, even if somebody can't, bring themselves to say that, go ahead and love them and care about them and let them grow to that point.
0: Right. I think that it's, uh, I, so I'll use a saying that uh, that you've said before that kind of ties into that, which is how horrible my sin looks on somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Like we we don't, we won't give a lot of grace to somebody else, but we need the grace ourselves. Oh yeah. And so I think just in general, right, as we're we're going through life, you know, somebody it can be simple things. They get your order wrong at the the restaurant. Yeah. Instead of coming unglued to have that peace and, and grace for them to recognize, hey, I've made mistakes. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna get my pound of flesh from you because you messed up my order or, you know, Working with your neighbor or your your family members, I think that is great. Like, life is short. Absolutely. And the things, a lot of times, the things that we hold on to that we think are really important, when we come to the end of life, we recognize those weren't really the important things.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. When I had... I, Eight of you, I never had all nine at one time, but when there's eight of you running around the house, sometimes, you know, it felt like it was going on forever, but it doesn't. And it's, it's now, it it seemed like such a short period.
0: Yeah. It goes quick. They're very quick. So, well, I appreciate you taking time to come and do this with me, mom.
1: Well, it was fun. I'm got a little bit tongue tied there for a minute, but other than that, it's,
0: it, it's good. You did great. No warning though. You did great. That's how I like to do these interviews As I, I don't really give a lot of information to the people. They just come on and you get like more candid, real responses from people. They haven't yeah, had a chance do. to like script it out. So um, I appreciate you taking the time to do that and uh, we love you and happy birthday.
1: Thank you. And I love you and I appreciate you. And uh, I still say God gave me the right name for you.
0: Oh, thank you. All right. so. Um, if you have questions for us, or if you want to guess my mom's age, uh, I will do a $10 Amazon gift card if someone guesses your age within a year. And uh, you could email me at theagentinsider at gmail.com. The email address again is theagentinsider at gmail.com. I guess I should put a time frame on this because we're filming this in 2024. If somebody goes back and watches this in like a couple of years, they're like, oh, I'm going to send it. So if anybody does, if anybody sends me an email in 2024 and they're within a year of your age, I will, I will send them a $10 uh, Amazon gift card for the first six people that do it.
1: Wow. I feel a little bit honored on that because I don't know that you've done an offer like that before.
0: No, I have not because I'm that confident nobody's going to guess your age. So... All right. Well, thank you, guys, and we'll talk to you soon.